0: welcome to the self-love breakfast club where we have honest conversations about health wellness and of course self-love with amazing women who aren't afraid to give it to us straight real life real advice and no bs i'm your host crystal rose and today i'm serving self-love for breakfast Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Self-Love Breakfast Club podcast. I am your host, Crystal Rose, and I'm so happy you're here with me today, eating self-love for breakfast. If you guys have joined the Self-Love Breakfast Club membership and community, thank you so much. I am so grateful for your support. Um, It's been so amazing to see your faces uh, popping in there, so Uh, And I hope that you are loving it. Um, And yeah, so today I wanted to talk about the how. (laughs) So, so often we have a dream, a goal, a desire, we get really caught up in the how of it. How do I do that? How do I get there? How do I make it work? What are the steps, right? How, 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 how? how do I, you know, uh, people who are wanting to work on themselves, right? Or you're wanting to get to this like version of yourself, this fully expressed highest version of yourself. Well, how, right? And that gets asked of me a lot, Um, especially when I'm starting out with a new client and, you know, we start talking about their higher self, which I just want to clarify. And I've posted about this, but I just want to clarify. When I talk about your higher self, When I talk about the best possible version of you, I'm not referring to you plus, you plus this, you add that, you and. It's not about things that you add to your life, things that you have to do, things you have to get better at. It's about you minus, minus the conditioning, minus the bullshit, you minus all the junk that you've had to carry over the years, the destructive behaviors, the unhelpful patterns, the coping strategies, the coping mechanisms, defense mechanisms, all of that stuff, that's not you, okay? So if you're one of those people who's like, I'm just a perfectionist, no, you're not. (laughs) I am a people pleaser. No, you're not. That is what you do to get your needs met. That is a coping strategy. No one at their very core self essence is a perfectionist. No one at their very core essence is a people pleaser because that is a coping strategy. It's not, it's not done for an internal, you're not, you're not meeting an internal need with that. You're going external to feel better, internal. Even if you don't think that it, you know, obviously it doesn't feel better. <laughs> it doesn't make you feel good. But that that tends to be what people do. And so when we think about our highest, our best possible selves, we think it's Oh gosh, I'm so far away from her. She's successful. She's, you know, maybe she's fitter than I am. She's so happy. She she's does, you know, all this stuff that I don't do, or she journals every day, or whatever the hell you think, right? This highest version of us is not a better us. So get that out of your head. <laughs> it's not a better you. It's not you have fallen short of this person, and so you need to work your butt off in order to be good enough to be her. She's you at your core. Your highest self is you fully expressed. It's you living in alignment. It's you listening to your guts and your intuition. If you Heard my episode um a couple weeks ago or a few weeks ago about following your gut and and how to use your gut as a tool that's that's your highest self. your highest self listens to her gut she's fully expressed she's not running around doing all these coping strategies in order to feel better she she there's an isness there's a be she's just in a state of being, and it's a joyful one and that doesn't mean she's happy all the time right? Things go wrong. Things will go wrong. But the way that it's handled is different. She feels her feelings. She moves through her feelings. She lets them be there. And then she can get back to herself. She doesn't have to shove her feelings, get rid of them, keep busy, she understands that these things that are happening, especially if they're negative, aren't happening to her. They're just happening. And she can, once she's able to really express, she can find the gift if there is one. And and there almost always is one. We, we don't see it right away. And we shouldn't. We shouldn't have to see it right away. Something shitty happens, you guys, and someone's like, "Look on the bright side or be positive, or there are people worse off than you." Like that's not helpful, and and honestly, like that is not step one. Step one is to feel, feel your feelings, because when you actually feel your feelings and you experience the pain of the sadness or the anger or whatever it is, that uncomfortable feeling, you don't suffer. It's when we shove our feelings down and we cope and we strategize and we numb, that's when we suffer and we have extended periods of suffering. Humans are addicted to suffering because our brain is like, nope, don't want to feel the pain. So so your highest self, your highest version of you is a feeler. She feels, she feels, she expresses, she emotes. She takes care of herself, and she's not pouring from a cup. She's overflowing because she takes such good care of herself. And other people, she has more capacity to help others. She's not burnt out. She's not exhausted. We get burnt out. We get exhausted because we're running around trying to do all the things and please all the people, and we're not listening to ourselves. So I get asked that a lot. How, 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 how do I get to her? And there's no how, there is no how because the how is in the work. The how is in the self love. It's not in the like logistics. There's no logistical way to become the best version of you. There's no checklist. You know, we always want to know exactly how things are going to happen you know no surprises you know <laughs> and then we're upset like when stuff doesn't go according to plan like i really want you to think about this when was the last time something you were doing went according to plan it went exactly how you thought it would from from point a to point b i think that's pretty rare we always get interrupted something happens there's an obstacle there's a season of life that gets really tough, there's a struggle, it's harder than we thought it was. Or we pile on all this other stuff and so it makes it harder to do. Or we do, we're doing it and it's not what we thought it would be and it doesn't make us feel the way we thought it would. Right? There's so many things that can happen when we start from point A and we start working to get to the other side. So even if you have a perfectly executed plan, you have this whole plan of everything you're going to do, life is going to life. It's going to show up and it's going to throw a kink in your plans. And that is, that is pretty much almost guaranteed. So I was actually talking with a client today, actually, and you know she was like, every time I feel like I'm making progress, every time I feel like things are moving... I get, I get this block, like I get blocked and, you know, like things come up and, and she gets frustrated. And so I asked her, I said, you know, what if that wasn't a block? What if it was just the way, what if it was just part of the path? And she thought about that for a second and was like, huh? (laughs) Right? So whenever we're trying to get somewhere, whenever we're trying to, Move out of the place that we're in. We're trying to level up. Things are going to happen. Obstacles are going to happen. And it's just part of it. How we get through this obstacle and, and past it and continue on our path will help us get to where we want to go. But if we see it as a block and we're like, we throw up our hands and we're like, oh, I'll never make it. This is too hard. Every time I try, something happens. And then we victimize ourselves and we act like, you know, we take it personally when really it's just life lifing. It's just how bad do you want to get to the other side? Are you willing to stick it out through this hard stuff? Are you willing to go through a little bit of pain, a little bit of struggle to get to where you want to go? I think it's really comforting for us, you know, for humans to have plans. Um, I remember when I was 22 years old and I was engaged and I was like, okay, 22, I'm engaged. We're getting married at, I'll be 24. At 27, we'll start talking about having kids. At 29, I will definitely have had at least one kid. And we'll probably be figuring out when the next one is coming, right? Okay, well, after I get married, then, you know, I only have, I have three years to focus on my career and to get to where I need to go or where I want to be before I start having kids and I have to figure out what that looks like. None of that happened. The only thing that happened along the way of that plan was the engagement. And that wasn't, you know... I mean, that was part of my plan, I guess, for a few years or I assumed that would happen. You know, like this is the amount of time that goes by and this is when I should be proposed to and now I'm engaged. But the married at 24, talking about kids at 27, at least one kid by 29 and more on the way, hopefully in the next couple of years, didn't happen. It didn't happen. <laughs> and that's a good thing. That's a great thing. Instead, at 24, actually at 23 and some change, I called off my wedding. I called it off. And I realized that wasn't the person I wanted to marry, so I didn't. And by 27, I still hadn't met the person I was going to marry at 28, I did. At 32, I married him. <laughs> so life is gonna life. Things happened. Things got in the way. I wasn't the person I was meant to become at the time. I still had a lot I was working through. I still had a lot that I needed to work through that I didn't even know I needed to work through or that I had to work on. I was still coping. I was still um, you know, doing all those external strategies to feel better. I wasn't I wasn't where I needed to be in order to be where I wanted to go for me. And I know I know so many people that are very similar. You know, they thought, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to get an incredible job when I get out of college. I'm just going to really focus on my career. And then, you know, once I'm really established in my career, then I'll find the love of my life. Then I'll get married. Then I'll have kids and do all that. And like some of them, it's like they didn't finish college and then they had a kid, <laughs> you know, or or they finished college, didn't get the job that they thought that they wanted and went on this path of trying to figure that out. And it just took them a different place and where they thought they were going to go. But that is what's beautiful about it. We make these plans. We think we know exactly how we are going to get where we want to go. And then we end up where we wanted to go in a completely different way. Or we don't end up there because maybe it's not where we were meant to go or where we really wanted to go. Are you guys with me? I know I feel like this is like kind of abstract. I know sometimes I kind of go off and, and talk about some abstract things, but I'm, I'm hoping this is landing for you. I'm hoping this is resonating for you. If you feel like you have to be somewhere and you don't know how to get there, the path is not what you think it is, it's not in the plan. The path to getting to where you want to go is in the internal work in the inner work inside of you dealing with past trauma dealing with even if it's not trauma right I, I have a lot of people come to me and they're like I don't understand it's not like I had this crazy horrible childhood why am I like this and you don't have to because somewhere along the way your needs weren't met somewhere along the way something happened you reached you didn't you didn't get what you needed and maybe that was reassurance maybe that was confidence maybe that was love maybe that was safety and it created a little wound and so you had to create a coping strategy to get your need met if someone hurt you like this happens a lot in relationships right like if you're hurt in a relationship a lot of people after that relationship is over is like i I'm not gonna allow anyone to hurt me again. And so maybe they close themselves off. Maybe they close off a, a piece of their heart so that they never truly allow themselves to love in a way that will allow them to get hurt. Maybe instead of you know being half in like that, they they turn anger. They're bitter, they're bitter to others and they and they push people away. That's just a strategy. You're hurt. You create a strategy so you never get hurt again. And that can happen on, on really big scales and that can happen on really small ones. And so that's what I'm saying is to look at, look at that. What about your life right now is feels unmanageable, feels too much? Maybe there's some self-sabotage. Or maybe you just feel exhausted because you are just like hustling for your worth. You're on this hamster wheel. Maybe you are a business owner and you really attach your worth to your sales. So you feel like garbage when your sales aren't great and you feel kind of good when they're up, but you have this fear that they're going to fall again. These are strategies. This is not a way to live happily. You can be happy. you can get to where you want to go. You just need to release the attachment of how you get there and turn inward and take care of yourself. and this is something that you know I have mentors and 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 teachers that you know have said you know we, we talk about um, sales and marketing, and there's so many people out there telling you the right way and the right strategy. And, you know, that strategy is an old way of the past and, you know, you got to do it like this way and you got to do it like me if you want to be successful. And like, yeah, there's, you know, a lot of stuff that really works out there. But if it doesn't feel good for you to do, you're probably not going to do it and you're probably not going to stick to it. Right? They're, they're, like, this is the way. And so, like, what my, my teachers and my coaches say is sales and marketing is easy, that's the easy stuff. You can Google that. But the real stuff is your energy. The real stuff is your state of being. And so if you are so deeply rooted in who you are and you have worked through your shit, you're going to attract other people. You're going to attract what you want because you are going to be in alignment and I, and, and when I say in alignment, I know I've probably said it a few times on the, on the show and I, it comes up a lot now, you know, it's a buzzword. Alignment is you just being in line with who you are. You don't deviate from that. You're not, you're not people pleasing. People pleasing is out of alignment. When you come back to center, you come back to who you are, that is being in alignment. And so when there's something that you desire that's in alignment for you, hey, I want to do this thing. I want to start this business. I want to accomplish this goal or whatever. It doesn't even have to be like accomplishing anything. But when you have that, there's something you want to do. You're naturally going to take aligned action. If you want to get from point A to point B You're going to start taking aligned action. And when you listen to your gut and you listen to yourself and you own your truth and you are in your alignment, those steps come naturally. Those steps come to you. You don't have to sit down and plan out every single step. That's not going to happen anyways, because something's going to come in and mess it up. Life is going to come in and life on you. But when you're in your center, the next step is clear. And then the next step is clear. I know this probably sounds like a bunch of horseshit. <laughs> if you are listening right now and you're like, what is she talking about? This is ridiculous. Or this is so abstract. Or, or this, okay, sure, but that's not possible for me. You're wrong. It is possible for you. It is. But it's about getting through, You know, not focusing on the behavior, but focusing on your internal work, doing the work doing the stuff it takes to become your best self where are you numbing where are you coping and tracing that back and figuring out what do i really need here and working through that there is no how there is no secret i wish there was you guys i would have i would have tried to crack this code i did try to crack this code a long time ago I, I had not felt happy as a state of being up until a couple years ago, well into my 30s. And then I was like, "What?" And even holding that happiness, holding that alignment and having things fall apart around me or go wrong, or even, you know, potentially tragic situations have happened, and I've been able to still be in alignment. And that has been such a gift. But I had to stop asking how, and I just had to start being, being me, asking myself every single day, what do I need today? What do I need? I I talk about this a lot. I get asked this a lot on podcasts about the morning routine. How many of you guys are so sick of people sharing their morning routines? (laughs) Or how many of you are listening to someone sharing their morning routine and are like, oh. Maybe if I did that, everything would, would be better, right? Like, oh man, that's a, that's a magnificent morning routine. Ah, uh, Having to get up at 5 a.m. though, that, that's going to be a struggle. I don't know if I can do that. Oh, they, they journal? Okay, all right. So I have to wake up at 5 a.m., I have to journal, I have to ice roll my face, I have to meditate, I have to do all this stuff, and then, then I'll feel like, oh, then I'll be my best self. But if that stuff doesn't speak to you, if that's not what you, that what you need, that's not going to help. It's not going to work and it's only going to burn you out. Starting your day each day, what do I need? What do I need? And, and it could be as simple as five minutes alone, five minutes of peace. It's not always a bubble bath or a pedicure, you guys. <laughs> Sometimes it's just simple. I need five minutes of peace. Giving yourself what you need is the first step. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions about this, um, I'd, love to, I'd love to hear it. I'd love to answer them. If you're in the club, um, we can have a full-on discussion about this. I would, I would absolutely love it. But this is, if you want to get to where you want to go, if you want to feel as though you are your best self, it's in the internal work. It's on working on yourself from the inside out. Um, If you guys are on my text community, if you guys want to be the first to know when big things are happening my way, or you want to get little inspirational texts, then go ahead and text SLBC, 2704-270-6577. I love to send my people little inspirational texts. We text back and forth. It's not a group thing. It's just you and me. Um, and I like to give coffee to my people sometime or little gifts, just things like that. Um, it makes me happy. And, and if you guys trust me with your phone number, I, t- I do not take that lightly and I treat you well. So sign up if that feels good for you. Otherwise, I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. If this episode hit with you, please go out there and share it. Share it in your Instagram story, Send it to a friend who might need it or even just drop in my DMs on Instagram at Rose, and let me know what you think. I love hearing from you guys. Thanks for listening.